fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for listening. We have such an important election coming up August 2nd, and we need to make sure that all of our listeners are educated on all of the candidates that we can get on the show and let everybody know that we have to get out and vote August 2nd. There's a lot of competitors, a lot of incumbents that need to be taken down, and we need to make sure the information is getting out to why and when you're able to vote. I told everybody that we're going to try our best to get you know, as many state central committee candidates, state rep candidates, state senator candidates on the show until the August 2nd election. And here we go again. We have a very special guest, a great candidate, a great man, great entrepreneur, uh, Jake Warner from the 20th District. He's running for state central committee as the male representative. Jake, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. Uh, yes, I'm running for the 20th District unopposed. So I went yesterday and uh, and voted. So I voted for myself. So it's a done deal. Yes, so, man. Uh, anyway, now we love to hear that, uh, Jake Warner. You're going to be in there fighting a good fight, and and it's it's nothing new to you because you guys have been fighting this fight for quite some time, I believe, since the COVID scandemic started. Oh yeah. And uh, obviously, uh, with your and I've been following you guys for quite some time, but. You know, you guys had the restaurant refusing to do the mask orders as the governor's pushing down. Uh, you're trying right. to fight that way. Then the only kind of options it seems like, well, what else do we do is we need to get involved politically. And it's so, right. so important, like like entrepreneurs like you, um, just people like you, God-fearing people are getting involved in politics. Now, some people say, well, well, you know, a guy like Jake Warner, why aren't you running for governor, right? Why state central <laughs> committee? Well... This seat is very important, wouldn't you say? I mean, right. oh yeah. The, well, the, I'll tell you. Go ahead. Yeah, I say. Uh, you know, we're entrepreneurs, so we're business owners. This is a volunteer position. I'm not looking to make a career of being a politician. I'm signing up to make a difference, and you really can make a difference in Central Committee because this this is the 66 member. Uh, basically, it's like a boardroom. If you if you figure the Ohio Republican Party is a, has 66 members of their board of directors, these are the people that vote on the things that the party stands for. And so, uh, you know, when you when you um, get involved at this level, you make a difference on who are the Republican candidates going forward. So it's a it's a big deal. And you know, we're not looking to be politicians as a job. We're looking to sign up citizen candidates, entrepreneurial uh, candidates that um, are serving to make a difference because it's the right thing to do. Because if we don't, these people that are in there are just eating our lunch. They're stealing. They're telling us they're pro-life, they're pro-whatever, mm -hmm. and then they're not. And they're voting in liberal ways and taking a, and just giving away uh, all the things we love about this country. Absolutely. And the Republican Party, you know, and we'll hit on this, you know, in one of our questions, but, you know, the things that we stand for, right, as Republicans, well, what, what are our true values? And I feel like that's something that we need to figure out uh, in the state central committee. And obviously, you'll be working on that very hard once you, you know, get that go ahead to serve in our state central committee. But uh, it's just so important that we understand the values of the Republican Party. And we'll, we'll get on that in a minute here. But uh, right. we just like to start off with a softball question here. And some people say this isn't a softball question because 
And this is the first time I heard that, but they say asking about yourself is one of the hardest interview questions, but I don't, I, I think you'll be able to hit it very good, Jake. But, uh, you know, who is Jake Warner and why are you running? Uh, well, I am uh, 40 years old. I've been an entrepreneur for 23 years. I, I started a landscape and excavation business when I was 17 and still in high school. I've been married for 21 years. I'm pretty sure 21, <laughs> 21 years. And uh, I have five kids. Uh, we are running. I'm running because we want to make sure there's a future for my, our kids, grandkids. And the rate we're going is it's not it's not happening. And when we reach out to people that are, you know, like our state senator, Jay Hottinger, when I reach out to our house, uh, uh, Ohio House uh, rep, Mark Frazier, they really didn't help us out in 2020. When the when our Republican governor uh, was taking away businesses' rights, we reached out for help to our Republican representatives, and they did nothing. Uh, that's when we really started to realize we're on our own out here, and we need to get involved and make a difference. And really, it's not about us getting elected. It's about showing people that you can get elected and inspiring inspiring other people to get involved in their school boards and their uh, village councils, township trustees, and their local races. Because whether Sabrina and I win or we take the Republican Party with the Central Committee, it, we really have to get a lot of people elected across the state to make a difference. Absolutely. And I and I, I don't know this for sure, Jake, but I, I can say this, and I'm not trying to hype you up here on the show, but I, I will. You guys, like I said, have been fighting this COVID fight, this scamdemic, you know, one, they were trying to close down your business. And that's a big effect because you just don't have one, I believe. You have a couple, right? And then yes. also, too, you have mouths to feed. You know, you have employees that you right. need paid. So this is a big problem. Right. And when you go to a Republican legislator and say, hey, you know, help me out and they're not helping you, that that says a lot. But I, know. I believe you already have inspired a lot of the state to run for, you know, for, for many offices like this one's because – if you look at our field of candidates all over the state, we have an extremely good field of candidates challenging incumbents and stuff. So, I mean, I'm not trying right. to put all of that pressure on you saying, hey, you're leading the pack here. But, you know, it's important that you did what you guys did. It's an important that yeah. you didn't back down from these tyrannical orders from the governor. You went to your state right. representatives. You went to your state senators. You called them out. You said, hey, you know, what can you do to help? They didn't do what you're helping. Now you're calling them out. Excuse me. You're calling them out because they're not doing the job that they were elected to do, and they're not serving That's the public. Right. So it's a very important that you're involved in politics, Jake, and I cannot wait to see where it goes from here because, you know, I can just see good coming out of this. When you get good people in right. public office, good things are going to yeah. happen. I can, I, yeah, it's very important. And I, you brought up about not wanting to be, you know, career politicians. And, you know, I, I believe there's a, there's a true meaning of a career politician, but I also believe there's a true meaning of a public servant. And I believe that's, right. that's what you and Sabrina are going to be trying right. to do once you, and what you will do once you get into office. And it's very important. Right. Yeah. And I'll tell you the, uh, taking a stand at our restaurants, really, I could give probably 90%, 90% of that credit to Sabrina. She, uh, could see through this even before I did and, uh, was very dead set on, you know, we're going to stand up and we're going to honor medical freedom. You know, if somebody wants to wear a mask, that's great. We'll serve them. If they don't, if they can't, we're not going to ask questions. We'll still serve them. But we're not going to tell grownups, you know, how to uh, handle a cold, right? Absolutely. 
and we're here to serve and sell cheeseburgers and ice cream, right? We're not here to enforce health scenarios. And I would say if we did, if we would have closed, I bet you we would have never been able to reopen. But because we stood up for that, we became a place that people knew they could come. And it was one normal, one normal place in a crazy woke Granville, Ohio, you know, or even the county was crazy. Uh, People knew that they could come to knuckleheads and we would serve them and they could behave. When, when playgrounds were closed, patios were closed. People were roping off their patio. Our patio was open. Amen. We had, we had lines out the door across the parking lot uh, because people uh, wanted to be normal and wanted to be respected. And so it was, it was at times popular. It also really woke up the crazy people and uh you know they came after us pretty hard but uh you know that's you you know you're on the right side when the enemy is so upset oh yeah and you guys are doing a noble thing and i can only imagine you know like for instance the the business owners out there that didn't get involved like the warners did obviously this is a tough situation right because the government is not just saying oh we're gonna you know do whatever or we're gonna you know call you out or you know post you on the the newspaper they will fine you. They will shut down your business. And again, you won't be able to pay your employees. You won't be able to pay your bills. And then ultimately you will go broke like Jacob, like Jake said. And I will testify to that because my uncle Brandon that owns the Insights Pub here in Defiance, Ohio, would not be able to reopen if they would have shut him down completely. I mean, it's the running a business is very hard. You have lots of bills to pay and just making payroll right. is, is, is absurd as it, you know, is, is not yeah, absurd, but it, it's it, crazy. It, it's a lot of money. Right. And, uh, you know, people yeah, need to understand it, that, but it's, in, it's, it's just courageous, right. For you to say, we're going to, we're going to put everything on the line for our values and for the freedom. And I will point this out. The Warners were a freedom sanctuary in Granville, Ohio. And that's so important because, you know, if I lived in Granville, do you know where I'd be going to eat? <laughs> if I was going That's to eat, right. it would be knuckleheads. So it's very important yeah. that you are uh, that you are doing what you're doing, Jake, and you stood up and you know you and Sabrina and your family, but putting it all on the line. And uh, you know you're you will see more businesses do that the next time around, I believe, because of what you I did in so. 2020. It's very important. Moving on here, Jake, and this is something about our, our values here in the Republican Party. And I think it's something that needs maybe put in place. Uh, Maybe you can give us some insight on it, but do you believe the state central committee should have a party platform? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think there's some things that the party needs to nail down. <clears throat> you know, do are is the party a hundred percent pro-life with no exceptions, or are they going to waver on that? We need to nail this down absolutely. because the voter, the Republican b- voter, believes that the Republican Party is pro-life. But there's there are Republican Republicans that are not. And so we need to make that a requirement that you you know, there's no exception. You're pro-life if you're on this side, I think. And if if you waver on that, you're on the other side. You're not a you're not a Republican. You're not a conservative. And then there's, you know, constitutional uh, uh, issues, but definitely um, Second Amendment. You know, you Mm -hmm. need to be pro guns to be a Republican, I think. And yes, there needs to be these things written down requirements to be on in the Republican party, I think. Absolutely. And I think once you get the right central committee people that believe that you can get, you know, you can get the bylaws and the platform passed and that's kind of what we want to get done. 
Absolutely. And we want to fire Bob Paducic as soon as possible. So. Yes, yes. And we'll be getting to that later. So I'm glad you brought that up now, though, Jake. That's awesome. Banana Republic Bob. <laughs> but, uh, I will bring this up. And uh, I, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, the platform. You won't get Republicans that agree with red flag laws and abortion up till six weeks if you had a, you know, if you had a platform, right? So that's exactly that's what you're trying to cut off, our gun rights and abortion, you know, like... And, I, and like, maybe, uh, maybe I know you don't disagree, but you know, for the people out there, abortion is abortion, right? Abortion is murder, period. No matter what, that's right. uh, life starts at conception. So that's where we need to be as Republicans. And like, that's if you're right. not, then you need to be on the other side because abortion is that's murder, and you know that's how it should be. So I'm glad you're fighting for but that. You Jake. know, I went the the uh, the day I announced that I was running for central committee when I was I was still in District 31 at that time. I was at a uh, Republican meeting and the, the Licking County Republican, the head of the Republican Party, Jeannie, I forget her name. Uh, we were asking her questions from the from the platform. We could not get her to admit that she's pro-life. This is the head of our county party can't say that she's pro-life in front of a bunch of conservatives. And I think that's a problem. So, oh, yeah, uh, these people are. Trying to, they have this big tent thought process. She says, "Well, the Republican Party is a big tent, and we want to accept everybody." <laughs> uh, but there's some requirements to get in. I feel like, and I think a platform does that. And if Jeannie wants to believe that herself, that's fine. She can vote Republican, but she can't be in charge of the Republican Party. She can't be a uh, Republican candidate with that attitude, I don't think. Absolutely, because we can only imagine the candidates she's endorsed and she's brought up to, right. uh, you know, her county. So, you know, it, it, right. it's going to be an endless revolving circle, and you will get people like Mike DeWine elected if you keep these, you know, if you don't have a platform, if you don't have things that you have to nail down and say this right. is what you stand for, it's so important. So I'm glad we hit on that, Jake, because uh, I believe that's going to be our number one issue once, uh, obviously, you get in there. And hopefully we yeah. have around 33 new elected state central committee men and women. But, uh, you know, it, the time will tell. Yeah. So oh, yeah. talking about the election, this August 2nd, it's been hectic. It's been crazy. And obviously you've been moved district and now you're running unopposed, which is awesome. God works in very mysterious ways. But I can tell you one thing. He intended you to do great things in that committee. So you're oh, yeah. in. But obviously your wife is running and she's going to be a hard-nosed patriot by your side and you're going to need her fighting with you. So right. are you concerned about the August 2nd election and voter turnout? And if you are, how are you making sure people turn in to vote, Jake? Well, uh, without giving away everything we're doing, right? No, absolutely. I like that. <laughs> we, I like that. We are uh, aggressive. We got people helping. Uh, we got people texting. We got messaging, uh, instant messenger happening. Um we have, uh, you can find us uh, on uh, YouTube. It's the Warners is our YouTube channel. We've got a lot of information out there. We're sharing with people. We got signs up everywhere. Uh, you know, we've done business in Licking County for 20 some years. My family's lived here since the 1800s, 1877. People know our family uh, in the county. So, um, you know, we're doing the things. We're, we're tra uh, uh, contacting people that request absentee ballots. And, you know, we're just exposing who Sabrina's running against. Betty Montgomery is uh, her opponent. And, um, you know, Betty's a pro-choice, mm -hmm. anti-Trump, uh, anti-Second Amendment, 
wimpy uh, Republican. Basically, she's been appointed by John Kasich to uh, uh, the medical board, Ohio Medical Board. So she's been she's one of the 17 that has been bribed, one of the 17 Central Committee people that have been bribed by yeah. uh, uh, politicians. So she's corrupt. She's corrupted. Absolutely. You can't you can't make good decisions uh, when you're taking bribes. So and that's one of the party platform scenario or yeah. um, uh, bullet points we have is while you serve, we don't think you should be getting these uh, paid positions uh, in the government yep. while you're on central committee. You're on central committee to serve and nothing else at the time. Yep. Because then they come out as, you know, a little endorsements favor after the governor is elected because he has all these appointments he can make. And, oh, you can go right. there. You can go there. You can go there. But also, too, for the listeners who don't know and who didn't watch my interview with Marcy Shea, she brought up how Shannon Burns brought up a campaign ethics committee question. Betty Montgomery shouted out and saying, well, well, no, 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 we don't have to do that because we're exempt by federal or by Ohio law that we don't have to, uh, you know, keep track of our campaign finance reports. Isn't that absurd? Like she is in the middle of a meeting. She stands up and says, no, we shouldn't have to do that because Ohio law basically allows us not to. But obviously it's set up that way because, these, I mean, you, you can be a state central committeeman and get a donation and not have to report it. Well, how many donations do you think Betty Montgomery has got? And, you know, we, we know she's corrupt, but I'll just honestly call her a globalist the way she, you know, the way she acts. Uh, if you don't like President Trump and you're a Republican, you're anti against <laughs> President Trump, you probably are a globalist knowing that that's right. one of the biggest things he was fighting. But, you know, it's very important that we get Betty out of office and get Sabrina in there. It's so important. Right. Absolutely. She's just been, um, you know, getting elected over the years just off name recognition and, mm-hmm. you know, being a rubber stamp, you know, just do whatever the party or the swamp asks her to do. People yeah. like, you know, Kasich, DeWine, uh, you know, the good old boys club. Yep. I can probably guarantee you that she has really done nothing for grassroots Ohio voters, not one bit. No, no. And I don't know how she gets elected, but it's just because yeah. I guess people don't pay attention. No. They they just remember her name because she was a, a female and she ran for uh, governor a few years ago. And she was, I forget what other position she attorney general, maybe. Wow. But Wow. I did, not, just, I did not know that she ran for governor. That's interesting. She huh. ran for governor in the early 2000s. And that's when she said some of the things like she'll never be the candidate of the NRA. And she said some of the things about how she want, they wanted to ban assault weapons back then. Um, yeah, she and, needs um, to go. <laughs> they, yeah, she really is. She's for, I think this was in 2006, 2008. She was really speaking out against and, and uh, speaking out for some gun control that they were really pushing back then. Yeah, and, and, Mike, and Mike DeWine talked about red flag laws as well. And obviously, uh, I'm sure she's a big fan of Mr. DeWine, if you're a fan of Mr. Casey, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know. That's... 100% she loves uh, DeWine. I've, I've talked to Betty uh, at the Licking County Meet the Candidates Night, and she flat out said she was, she was going to vote to endorse DeWine. <laughs> well, at least yeah. she's honest about it. <laughs> most, of them, most of them guys are lying, because, or girls and guys are lying because they don't even have their vote recorded, and we'll get to that on the right. show here in a little bit. But uh, uh, we, I know we hit abortion a little bit. I appreciate that you you know made sure your stance is well known on the show, but... Obviously, this is groundbreaking news, and it's something that has to do with states' rights, so I would love to ask the question, Jake. What's your opinion on the Roe versus Wade decision? 
Oh, it's huge. We've been, um, you know, working towards this for a long time. Lots of groups. Um, the people that originally brought awareness to this, uh, to us, to Sabrina and I, was uh, Rindy and Bob Brooks. They they run an organization, or they used to. It's called Heartbeats. Um, it's a, um, you know, um, pregnancy-type center. And it's in Newark, Ohio, and I think they have one in Zanesville. But they're the ones that originally kind of, you know, 15-plus years ago uh, got us involved with the, um, you know, uh, the the truth about, you know, the pro-life, pro-choice issue. And, I mean, we've always been pro-life, um, but it's huge. And all these people have been working for years and years and years for this. To see this happen is is amazing, and I'm, I'm not sure – what uh, DeWine and, you know, our House and Senate is doing, why we didn't call something to order right away and just go ahead and ban it right away. Like, mm-hmm. what are we waiting? They're going to wait till November or whenever the next session is. That's crap. It yeah. should be done. And I, w- I was, uh, um, you know, you've got Jenna. I think Jenna Powell has um, been calling people out to bring them to session. And, you know, hopefully she'll get that done. Yeah, and she's been a fighter, and she's not afraid to call people out, so I, I appreciate you bringing up her awesome name on the show. I, I believe that she's one of the few that are, you know, good fighters for in our General Assembly, but it's very important that she's bringing it up. Another very important question during in the State Central Committee, and it's something to have to do with, you know, their finances and the malfeasance that's going on in the State Central Committee in our Ohio Republican Party. I will say yeah. that this lawsuit has been thrown out, though, uh, but I believe it's an appeals court. But Mark Bainbridge and four other committee members have filed a lawsuit against the Ohio Republican Party. What are your thoughts on that, Jake? Well, I think um, there's definitely some funny business. That's why we're involved in trying to get in and um, make a difference. I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I've not read all the pages of uh, information that's out there on it because, um, you know. There's a lot, I've and you're my, a busy I've man. I've had my hands full. I, you know, it's not that I don't want to, I, um, but I, I mean, there's no question. There's some funny business. You know, they, uh, they gave Mike DeWine, uh, I think, $800,000 yep. and some other guys some big money like that prior to the endorsement. Uh, Bob Paduchik approved uh, it. Things like that are the reason we're getting involved. I don't know if the lawsuit can undo anything that's been done, but, you know, I don't give to the Republican Party because of these reasons. I give to the candidates. I fund candidates at this point. And so uh, if we get things worked around with a platform with legitimate people running the checkbook uh, that don't just stand up and say, hey, there's no money missing. You know, he, the, uh, I forget the guy's name, Dave Johnson. Yes, is sir. It? Yes, sir. The treasurer so of the Ohio Republican he's, Party. He's, yeah, he stands up in a meeting and says, trust me, guys, there's no money missing <laughs> and sits back down. I mean, I was I, Sabrina and I have been going to these central committee meetings. We know firsthand. It's not like, you know, uh, and anyway, <laughs> so he just says there's no money missing. We, you get somebody that runs a legitimate checkbook that's transparent. Uh, then maybe we and, – and you get a central committee that's putting Republican candidates forward that the voters would like. Uh, then maybe you know we can get back to funding the party like you know we'd want to. But until then, I would say 
you 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 give to the um, individual candidates you support because there's a financial uh, situation going on and they won't. And I, I tell you what, I've been in a meeting where the central committee meetings where Bob Paduchik won't even use the word audit. He won't even on the floor agree that he'll to an audit. He won't have an audit of the checkbook. Yeah. It, I mean, they and say, I'll tell you, go ahead. Well, you need to audit the books when, um, when money is missing or accused of being missing and you can't bring a report that, that shows every nickel, where it's gone, you need to call in somebody to audit it, and it needs to be transparent. Absolutely. And I don't know that it's going to get done. I don't know. It probably got thrown out for who knows why. I mean, these are big issues, uh, but that's why folks like us are running. That's why Sabrina's running and mm-hmm. how many other people, uh, conservatives, are running for central committee. Yes, a lot a of lot. them. And, I, and there's so many that I haven't got to on the show yet, but we do have a slew for the listeners. If you would like me to be interested see what's going around for the districts, we have a slew of great candidates on the show. So make sure you, uh, you know, watch that. But, you know, it's so important that you bring that up, annual audits. And I believe the bylaws call for it. Is that not right? Uh, I mean, I think the Ohio, yeah, Republican sure. Part, yeah, the Ohio Republican Party has a very hard time following their bylaws. So. I believe that's something that you're going to try to do better at once you get in the uh, you know state central committee. So uh, we need yeah. to make sure. Well, they don't care. They don't care about the bylaws at the central committee. Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. Bob Paducic doesn't care. Shannon Burns stood up at the last meeting. Um, they, he brought evidence. He said, hey, in a previous term, Jane Timken and the central committee and the Republican Party made this decision based on this scenario. Therefore, we should, you know, that takes legal precedence, right? Because that's what was done. That's what you decided on this particular issue. And, um, you know, we'd like you to use that thought process in this decision. Basically, that was the scenario. And they go, well, that was then. and <laughs> We yeah. don't have to do that now. But yet every other decision they want to push through is all they do is they find something that's done like this previously. And they say, well, we have precedence because we did it this way last year, or we did it this way four years ago. So it's, they, they're, uh, they're like their own boss, which I guess they are. When you think about it, the Republican party is a private organization. Maybe they can do those sorts of things. But they, but, sure. but you agree they should be listening to the people, right? I mean, they are elected officials. I mean, I get your point. They do have that, obligation to make these decisions but they also should take you know they should take some pointers from the people like like, like, i mean you you said you've been at these meetings so i you know i've been to some of them too and there's a crowd load of people you know screaming don't endorse to wine uh do an audit you know so obviously i mean there's probably never once been this crowd at a state central committee meeting before and there finally is one people are actually caring but they're not doing what the people are saying so it almost seems like they're taking uh, pointers from people in Washington <laughs> on how to treat their constituents. But uh, right. no, you have a really good point there, Jake. I mean, they just need to, they need to work for the people again. Right. Uh, yeah. We are, we are an organization, you know, we are a, a you know, a private organization, but we, the, the party is, is the party is backed by millions and millions of grassroots Republican conservative God fearing patriots. And that makes up the Republican party. So we need to make sure that we are, you know, serving them. And, right. You know, it seems I mean, like getting Mike DeWine reelected is just like a slap in the face from what he did to you and many other business owners 
throughout the 2020 or 2020 scamdemic. Sorry about that. Too many yeah. 20s. I mean, basically, uh, you know, Mike DeWine in 2020 and 21 behaved like, you know, Governor Cuomo or yes. the uh, the got, governor in Michigan got, or got praised by Pil- Bill Gates with all of those governors that you just mentioned in a tweet. So, uh, yeah, it's just that's not the guy that we think we're voting for when we check the R box. And so, you know, no. when you start looking, when you start seeing, when you start uncovering things, you can't unsee that stuff. <laughs> and, no. you, and you're like, I got to do something. So we just we are involved on anything and everything we can get into to to make a difference. And Central Committee is one part of the one part of it. And and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we can do it. Yep. Well, I will say this. Uh, State Central Committee is the most important race right now, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's August 2nd, but we have to make sure we're voting in this race. This is where we can make a change. I know that Neil Peterson was going up against Mike DeWine, but that sadly is coming to a stop right now because of verification and signatures. So right now we have to focus on our state central committee. This is like what we have left. I mean, we have a lot of house seats and people challenging incumbents there, but state central committee is where it's at. We need to make sure that we're focused and uh, ready to go vote August 2nd. Jake, there's a, go ahead, go ahead, please. I'm sorry. In my area, you can vote early. Early voting is going on right now. So you just show up to your local board of elections, you walk in, and you can vote any day. And we're that's the other thing is we are encouraging people to vote early because, you know, who knows what happens on August 2nd? Who yeah. knows what you might get into? It's, yep. an, easy, it's an easy date to forget but because um, there's not a lot happening. In my area, it's just Sabrina and I's race, and there's a Mark Frazier – and Thad Claggett, which Mark Frazier is the uh, uh, incumbent rhino. I mean, he's the he's the guy that literally wrote a book um, and talks about how he uh, wants to bring a bunch of low income housing and he wants to legalize drugs. Yep. And so he's just a, a liberal. So I, I anyway. saw I saw you post that on your Facebook, and I'm like, Mark Frazier, I know that name. And then I'm like, Oh yes, it's the state rep. I dug into it, and I'm like, Wow, Jake, thank you for bringing this to light. That's what I love about you, man. You're not afraid to call out these politicians on your social media or anywhere, and it's very important. They need, they need to be held accountable. And I, I tell you, I try to read books, but, you know, a Mark Frazier book might not be one I'll be able to get to. You must no, have read it or you talked to somebody <laughs> that, that did read it, and it's very important that we're bringing that to people's attention because, I mean, right. how many other people you think are in our Republican Party that act just like Mr. Frazier? I'm sure there's a couple. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I, and they've been telling us, you know, they've been eating our lunch, basically. Yes. They've been telling us they're pro-guns. They've been telling us, you know, they're pro-life. or they're, They've been telling us they're for business and they're taxing the living daylights out of us, right? And yes. doing nothing for the roads or doing nothing. And they're just collecting a paycheck and they're on vacation all the time. Yep. Our, our state senator takes more vacations than, you know— Anybody I know, I think he's had like six this year. Oh, that's unbelievable. And he always posts them on Facebook. Right now, I'll tell you what, what you want to be aware, uh, be aware of right now is uh, politicians are out in full force taking photos with every, anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. Like they're at little at county fairs taking photos with kids and farm animals, and they're pretending to be a working class 
candidate and so just watch out for that oh yeah <laughs> and and we need to start and i it's a, it's a <laughs> one thing i learned about these politicians jake is that they are all nice like i don't know if i've met one mean one right so people no. just need to take a little bit more and dive into them get to know them you should be able to have their personal cell phone number you should be able to have their email you should be able to be friends with these people because they are working for you technically so get to know them they don't want to get right. to know you though trust me <laughs> Well, some of them. But now, somebody like Jake voting. Warner, Jake Warner would love to talk to you. But That's right. Our phone number is everywhere. The thing is, uh, you know, you don't vote for people because they're a nice guy. You need to look at what they've done. And a good test is say, what did they do during COVID? Boom. Did, did Mark Frazier and Jay Hottinger stand up and jump up and down to get Mike DeWine to open up the state? Or did they just ignore Jake and Sabrina's Facebook messages. Did they ban us? They banned us, actually. Wow. Mark Frazier and Jay Hottinger have blocked us on Facebook because, and they've deleted posts because they don't want to answer our questions. And if that's who you have representing you, you know, that's not good. No. I mean, so we have to get involved because we can't rely on the guys that have been there and, and the kind of people that the party's putting forward are just, you know, the same clones of the last guy you well, know yeah and, and and it's like the cloning probably comes from they're embedded somewhere right they're, they're paid off yep. they're getting some type of benefit or they're just blackmailed now i i don't know about blackmail too much uh but i know what the definition is obviously but i that's what i've been told politics uh, uh, blackmail runs politics now i don't know what they have on these people or or what what it is or they're probably just greedy and they want money and they want power and fame but we need to stop that. We need to make sure we get to know these people, really find out who what their real values and look what they did during COVID. I mean, that was an awesome statement, yeah. Jake. It's so easy. It's such an easy, I mean, like, just look at what they did during COVID. Were they fighting? Right. Were they standing on the steps of the Capitol holding press conferences saying how tyrannical and how idiotic this is? Right. Were they going back to their dif districts holding town halls and telling the business people to stay open and don't listen to the government? No, I don't know if there right. was anybody doing that. But it's important no, that we do many. that. Yeah, not many. But it, they were some, I will say that, but not there many. There were some. Yeah. And eventually we got it done because people like Sabrina Warner, mm -hmm. people like, uh, you know, these people, actually the Moms Against the Wine were, oh, yes, were, they very, were very aggressive. There's, there's, There were people all over the state that just, that after one stood up, some more people stood up. And then eventually things went to where the governor could not keep us locked down anymore. And they opened up because the house and Senate overrode his authority. Right. And he, he just randomly yep. decided to, um, and I always say, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a, a whiteboard that Sabrina did, um, at knuckleheads that said, it's been 398 days. You're still alive. Give a smile, give a hug. Yeah. And, um, what a great message, Take by off the way. Mask, basically, right? So it was, a, it was a whiteboard. <laughs> it was a whiteboard. She just scratched this on here, and every day she updated it. So the next day it was 399 Next day it was 400 Well, the, somebody came into our store, took a picture of this, and posted it online, and it got shared millions of times worldwide. Like this thing went all over at different countries, different awesome. all over the place. But the guy that started was Jeff Louderback was the guy that took the picture. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> he was doing an article on us. He's so that awesome. That photo went viral. And I'm telling you, we went to about day 400 and I don't know, eight. 
and everything lifted in Ohio because it, I always say Sabrina Warner's uh, whiteboard is what ended the lockdowns. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It could be a coincidence, but once that thing started going viral and got shared millions of times, it was, it was over pretty fast. Absolutely. People were done with it. Well, I tell you what, it seems like every time we hold our politicians accountable or we, you know, start to maybe make fun of them or, uh, I don't know, humiliate them is a, is, a, is a good word for it. When politicians start being humiliated and their, like, character or their, their reputation gets a little, you know, drunk through the mud, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, we have to, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so then they go out and do this, and that's why you got constitutional carry signed. That's why, you right. know, Stand Your Ground was signed. That's why uh, arming the teachers were signed. All of these things were done because of the pressure and the enthusiasm that these grassroots of people have because they know that they have to start voting and they have to start doing things that will make us kind of forget, you know, and turn the other way and look the other way. I think that's what they wanted constitutional carry to do for a lot of those patriots in Ohio. But I know we did hit on this a little bit, Jake, and I will uh, move on here to a very, very important topic. And it's something that I believe should be, you know, mandatory in the state house in Columbus and obviously mandatory in in Washington, DC. But it's voting by roll call. Do you feel the state central committee should vote by roll call? Yeah, I think I think uh, you know it's something we do in uh, Washington, right? You put your they uh, they know how each person voted, and we keep track of the voting records. Yes, it's um, it's, it's almost like you know because how, how do how amounts how so for me I have the Campbells in my district now I believe they were fighters they uh, they stood out and they said that we do not support the endorsement of Mike Dewine. But let's say they weren't really saying anything like that, and they went and voted for the endorsement, right? But I wanted to know which way they voted, right? Because that, that'll let me know who to vote for next time around. Right. And There's no know, record of yeah, this. Yeah, there's no record. There's, there's no record. Yeah. So Unless you're Betty Montgomery and tell your constituents straight up. <laughs> I, got, I've, I have Betty, because we went with, um, we were mic'd up that day, and we had our camera crew there that day. At awesome. That so I've got that on record. That's awesome, Which, by Jake. the way, I want to tell you and all your listeners, you have a smartphone, every one of us in our pocket. Get that thing out and be Boom. recording these people. Wow. Record everything and anything you possibly can. Uh, because they can't argue with that. That's awesome, Jake. And you don't need somebody's permission to record that. Nope. You don't. You don't need permission to record a phone call. Nope. Uh, only in the state of Ohio, one person just needs to know the call is being recorded. And as long as you know you're recording, you're in good shape. Yeah, right? and, 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 you don't have to notify the other person. Yeah. And, and people like me and you, you can record me all you want because I know I'm being recorded every single day yeah. by the lovely, my lovely God, Jesus Christ. You know, he's listening right. to everything we're saying. So I have no problem, no. you know, being recorded at all. But a lot of these people do, you know, and that, that says right. a lot. But it's very important, oh, yeah. Jake, that you brought that up because I encourage everyone to do the same thing. And I love how you, I mean, yes, this is how we're going to help change the makeup of our political realm and our political you know, malfeasance that goes on because you'll have people on record. We have the best technology ever in our history, I believe. Phones that have 4K camera and they're so good. They have beautiful mics on them. You'll be able to hear the content. I mean, it's very important. So thank you, Jake, for leaving that with us. I mean, it's awesome. So I will say about the roll call is right now, currently, they're voting just yay and nay. Oh, yeah. And sometimes when you have... 66 people in a room and you say all in favor say yay how do you know if 34 said yay or 
whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all and and the way these guys do this is if they want the yay to pass, they say it louder. Yes. So to make it sound like there's more of them, it is the most corrupt thing I've ever seen. And if it's close sounding 50, 50, uh, it's just whatever Bob Paduchik wants. Absolutely. And then the other, the other thing he does is he accepts phone calls like central committee. People can be on the phone and they can vote by phone. So they're not even counting how many yays and nays they're getting. It's all based on Bob. It's all predetermined basically yeah. is what I'm getting at here. And it's sad to watch. It's sad to watch. It's very sad to watch. And, Jake, I'm glad you brought that up. The last Central Committee meeting they had in June, I was actually there, and I believe I saw you there as well. You got to attend. Uh, They had Dave Johnson was on the Zoom call and many others. Now, you're an entrepreneur, you're a businessman, and I'm sure you guys maybe have meetings or whatnot, but how in the world could you conduct business like this Uh, on a Zoom call, right. right? Like. Do you got Dave Johnson literally screaming yay into the into this camera right. and he's being obnoxious and it's like, like, dude, we understand what you're trying to do. Like, we're not stupid. These people think that we yeah. are completely stupid. Uh, but and then also, too, like it doesn't even mathematically seem like it would even you would even get the correct, accurate count if you did that by phone call. Right. Because. No, some glitches and just like the volume of their computer. What if that I had my volume down on my phone? You know, like it just right. It's idiotic it that work. you. Yeah, it does not work, but yet they do it. And how many other things in government doesn't work, but we continuously just keep doing it? It's like wow, that's insanity. But it's uh, predetermined. Whatever Bob and the swamp, and that's why I was really you know um, surprised that. Uh, well, yeah. I, I was surprised that Trump said uh, Bob Paduchik no, was a nice guy. I, I was that, I, that hurt. So that hurt a little bit. I feel like Trump. Somebody advised him wrong. Yeah. Or, or Trump's a pretty wise guy, man. He's called he's called uh, Fauci a nice guy before, right? Keep your friends so, close, enemies closer. Yeah. So sometimes you think you're like, what is wrong? And Trump's so sly, he's setting him up for a big fall, possibly. Okay. So I would that's why I was going to not bring it up, but then I'm like, well, no, no, no. I brought, because it's, it's very important because I mean, a lot of people, even me, you know, even me have been bashing Trump on, you know, endorsing Bob Paducic and Frank LaRose. So it's good that you brought that up to me and let alone all my other listeners, because it's not so, I mean, let's not get on Trump too much. I mean, let, you know, because he may be doing this, like you said, uh, he's a smart guy. And so are you. And it's very important that we're bringing this up. And letting people understand because the swamp is deep. I mean, right. did we really think or did Trump really think that Ohio was this swampy when he ran for no. president? Probably not. Probably. He probably thought, you know, Ohio was ready to roll. You know, I mean, we're we are red. We are probably one of the reddest states in the nation. And I believe that we do lead the nation, in my opinion. Yeah. But oh, that, yeah. that's just where we're at. I mean, and if you look at the two great candidates, Jim Renacy and Joe Blystone, I mean, we had the vote. I mean, we beat oh, yeah. DeWine. The conservatives won. We outnumber yeah. the yeah. We and and you know DeWine with, with got the a cr- yeah with the, the cross vote yeah with the cross yeah. vote we still won. So yeah, you know that's we, what I'll tell you. I really, really, really wish we could have pulled Blystone and Renacy together and yep. got that done. Yeah, those guys uniting. We tried, we tried, we tried, but there was no. Um, I think I think no getting that done. I think heads are too big for both parties, but you know, uh, I'm parties as in people candidates there. And, you yeah. know, obviously they both had kind of their different reasons of running. And 
uh, you know, they both were fighting the same fight, anti-DeWine, which I agree with, but I can say, you know, you, you just wish that, you know, the outcome didn't work like that because we would have no more DeWine, and, you, and you're correct right. on that. I mean, DeWine I would be gone. All but, they needed to do was one guy needed to be lieutenant governor, and the other guy could have been governor. Mm-hmm. And could have it would have been table. fine. It would have been fine. And it wouldn't it, have been, uh, but, you know, when you get, when you're fighting for second place, you know, second place is the first loser in some, some people's eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I but, mean, I, I'm more, I mean, I, I can see it by you. We, we got to be more team players when we're coming into this because I see that, uh, you know, us conservatives, we eat, we're, we eat our own too much, right? We destroy our own. So right. once, once our, once our movement gets this down to where we can work together simultaneously like the Democrats and the globalists, Oh yeah. my goodness, it's game over, right? I mean, it's completely game over. So I want to say, uh, I want to give you on this topic one uh, good shout out here for a guy. His name is Mike McNeese, down around uh, Franklin County. Yes, he was going to be my opponent uh, for central committee because of the redistricting. Uh, Mike and I, I started in th- District Thirty One. He was in District Twenty. They redistrict. I got put in District Twenty. Uh, Mike is a good conservative. He's fighting for some, some different things in the legislature as well. He's actually wrote a bill he's trying to get pushed through and, um, fighting with all those crazy people over there and he's fighting for kids. So Mike was a very like-minded person because Sabrina and I, I don't know if you guys know this, but one of the main reasons we're so passionate is not only about the knucklehead story and standing up to DeWine, but also our eyes have been open to the uh, the abuse going on in, in our district uh, uh, for kids and the drug and the opioids and stuff. And so we've got a whole story about that. You can watch on YouTube on the Warners. But when, when, when this got certified that I was in District 20 and Mike's in District 20, he and I talked and we decided that um, he decided he would get out and endorse Sabrina and I because um, – why would we want to beat each other up and waste a bunch of money trying to get a volunteer position <laughs> when we're both, we're both very similar candidates? I mean, we may disagree on this or that. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't found, you know, the first reason I would have a problem with Mike. So it'd be a very hard campaign to run, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to just run it on a popularity contest and we would have to spend money he would have to spend money. So we, he decided to endorse us. And then also not only that, uh, what that does is makes me unopposed. It looks like I'm the uh, party endorsement because the only people that are unopposed typically are the people, the party puts up that way. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, so I'm on line one and Sabrina's on line two. Mike and I both felt like uh, that was an advantage for Sabrina taking out Betty because the, the uninformed voter might just vote for Sabrina just on the fact that they see my name right before they vote. Right. Yes. Yes. So, so number one, you got two conservatives that were able to get together and unite on an issue. And uh, so anyway, I want to give Mike, uh, you know, we want to thank him for that. And um, he should get a lot of praise for that because that's the kind of thing we need people to do because it just shows it's not about him, right? Absolutely. It's and, about us. Right. It's about the conservative movement and making a difference for Ohio and for our future. And anybody – and I, I, I called on all the, all the um, 
I've called on all the Senate candidates and all the governor candidates, called them personally, text them, ask them to put out a list of who they endorse for central committee and for who they endorse across the state in uh, uh, House and Senate races, because those guys need to be doing that um, to make a difference for Ohio. And I'll tell you, the guys that don't, you're going to know they're going to come up with an excuse of why they're not doing it. And I feel like it's a sign of, you know, they're too prideful to. Yep. They're and, a self-promoter. OK, and, there's no way to uh, other way to put it. If a, if a guy if you truly care about Ohio, use what you've built, the trust, the reputation, the platform that you've built, the following to better the conservative movement. And so you've seen some guys, you've seen Renacy, you've seen Blystone and some other people put out a list. And I think that's awesome. And they should be doing that. Absolutely. But, you know, there are more than uh, five people running for state central committee or five people in the state central committee seats. So I hope that with candidates can be getting more, uh, you know, content out there, but it is important. And like uh, my former boss, I will mention Mark, he had, you know, you guys in the 20th district, but you know, even if you have to put two candidates, like there's in the 12th district, I had the privilege to interview Andy Roberts and Jake Eilerman. I mean, same story with you and Mike. Uh, two of the similar candidates probably stand for the same things, uh, but they're just fighting right. each other. They're fighting Keith Cheney. Both of them have not been able to agree to step out of the race or one of them. So they're running against each other. But Mark puts both of their names there, you know, because he knows them. Per, you know, right. It's OK to endorse both, in my opinion. I mean. We should just be educating people on who's running, who these candidates are, give them access to go there, look at them up, see what their platform is, and then vote for them. Because, right. like you said, I mean, you're running several businesses. You have a boatload of kids you got to take care of, you know, and uh, <laughs> you have a payroll to meet. You have all these right. things going on. You're running for state central committee. You're about ready to be a committee man. And, you know, you just don't have all of the time. I mean, there's not enough time in the day to research all this stuff. And and you're somebody involved, so imagine somebody not right. involved, right? They, they just they right. need a little bit of help and guidance to figure out who they want to vote for. But we don't need to be telling them who to vote for, in my opinion, no. you know, especially our Ohio no. Republican Party. Now, individuals are different because they don't have that, you know, the money and all of that that they can really sway with the Ohio Republican Party in that. But you know, I, I like your point you brought up. We need to be staying involved. And, you know, with Mike, he said, hey, I'm not going to do any good running against you. Let me step right. out and I'm going to go do good in the state house writing legislation. Very important. And I hope and we need to give Mike praise for that because, you know, uh, what's the point to waste? Right. And then these guys, you know, like uh, Renacy and Blystone and uh, Josh Mandel and Gibbons. I mean, they spent millions and millions, millions. Uh, some of some of them spent millions and millions and, uh, you know, and they did all that work. And you could really, you know, give folks like us a boost mm -hmm. that can because none of those guys won. Right. Nope. And their, their pages, their following, their websites, their stuff is just sitting there waiting yep. till the next time they run for something or whatever. They spent a gazillion dollars. And I'm just saying, if you're a true conservative, you should use that to, cause this is such an important race right now. The turnout's going to be low. If, and there's still time, these guys could make a difference, right? They could oh, yeah. really use, they could really use those, uh, platforms to get the awareness out and publish, you know, to, to the following and in district 20 that, you know, Sabrina Warner is the conservative. Betty Montgomery is the, is the swamp 
rhino. You don't want Betty. If you're pro-life, you don't want Betty, right? And the voter needs to know that. Absolutely. They, Those they, guys could make a difference. And I think, I think they are. I think that's good. But I will tell you, the guys that don't, um, you're going to know where you stand. And sometimes you learn a lot more about somebody when they don't win than if they would win. So that is true, man. That is true. I, I have been seeing that, uh, you know, from some of the candidates I have supported in the Republican primary at May 3rd, but you know, it, it is what it is. We have to keep fighting. And, uh, I, 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 I'm grateful that you and Sabrina use your following and base of people to spread your message and to make sure that everybody knows, you know, like, for instance, bringing up Mr. McNeese, uh, it's very important that you do that uh, because he needs that praise. And, uh, you know, yeah. people follow you. You have a following and you have to, we have, they need to use their following. It's kind of like they're being selfish. Right. And uh, I don't really right. like that. I don't like it at all. Right. No. But yeah. Moving on here. This is something that, you know, I think we touched on a little bit in the beginning of the show, but I'd just like to uh, hear your full answer it's it's on state party primary endorsements uh jake do you agree with them do you think that our republican party should be endorsing in the, the primary like they did mr dewine well i think uh we should have a primary a real primary right yes there you where go where there's a debate where there's a debate where there's a uh you know, the people get to decide what's happening. Yes, and no crossover voting, maybe even a runoff even, because Jim Renacy would have been able to have a runoff election with Mike DeWine if we had a runoff, correct? And we did, because that would have been able to, uh, that would have been able to have the people that voted for Joe Blystone that said, hey, he wasn't your guy, he didn't get, it, or he was, I mean, he was your guy, but he obviously didn't get the votes, uh, and that happens with money and campaigning, and you know we get that. But he did do good for uh, the first time running and whatnot. But it, you, know, you get what I'm saying. You would have that runoff election to be able to uh, you know help beat Mike DeWine. But no, I like right. bringing that runoff up. I'm sorry if I think a, I think a runoff would be great. But what uh, <clears throat> what's the numbers that would have triggered the runoff this time? You know? I don't know the exact numbers, but I do know, I'm pretty sure, with the numbers that we had now, it would have triggered a runoff. There would oh, have been because, a runoff. Uh, yes. yes, that's right, because a runoff is, isn't it, if uh, the winner gets less than 50%, there's a runoff, right? Yes, yes, sir. And and, and Mike DeWine right. was under 50%, and Renacio is just right behind him. Yeah, actually, if you just put runoffs in place, like some of these other states, that would have handled this election 100%. Mm-hmm. Because you would have narrowed it down to just Mike DeWine and Renacy for the next one. Yep. Uh, no. That would have taken care of it. The primary endorsements is a problem when you have a corrupt, uh, you know, when you have a corrupt party and a corrupt central committee. You can't be doing that. You can't be. And so um, there's multiple pieces to the no, no, people say no primary endorsements. People say, primary endorsements after this or that it's a biggest problem we have is the corruption involved with the you got bob paduchik you have um you're not doing roll call votes yep the endorsements would take because the reason you're a little bit hesitant about the endorsement by just wiping it out is um you know what are you going to do when uh, when trump's up next time right yep yep uh, we want to be able to. We really want to be able to endorse Trump in the primary, right? We don't want to uh, waste a lot of resources or this or that. So there's some pieces to it, but I think if you get the right people involved, 
uh, and you get some of this corruption out, you get uh, you get rid of the bribery, you get rid of the. Um, I mean, the bribery is the biggest thing too, right? These people are voting, but their vote really doesn't matter anyhow, right? No, because it's all predetermined, and it's and it's a voice vote. Uh, so if you get it's windy here, so I'm sorry about no, the background. No, no, no. You're, 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 so this, everybody, this is Jake Warner. He has absolutely no time off, and we've went over his time limit, so he's got to get back to work. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't sit still. I'm no, sorry about that. No, no, you're fine, Jake. I, I, we, I really enjoyed this interview, and we almost are done, so no, no problem. Yes, sir. But uh, with our last question here, and we will finish it off, I appreciate you answering the, uh, you know, about the party endorsements, getting into the weeds a little bit on there, because it's important. I mean, there's other things that we have to look out for. But uh, I always like to ask my state central committee candidates this question. What's your opinion on Chairman Bob Paduchik's leadership, Jake? Oh, well, shoot. I mean, Bob is just, you know, the... um, He's just the enforcer of what the swamp tells him to get done. And I don't know if the uh, the head of the Ohio swamp is Mike DeWine or what, but he's just doing what the, the people that are – it's probably uh, funding. It's probably what these big donors are telling him to get done. You know, he's he's got to go. You can't have somebody in charge of a party like that. I, I don't know what causes him to behave the way he's, you know, what he's doing and trying to pretend like it's a moral thing. I don't know. I don't know the answer, but his leadership is not leadership. It's more of a dictatorship. Absolutely. There's no leadership whatsoever. So if you have somebody that's operating in a dictatorship who's controlled by big donors, probably Intel, probably solar, uh, who knows who else? The big solar companies probably yep. funding probably behind this. Yep, got to go. We and we can get it done. We can get it done if we get enough central committee members in there to hold a vote on day one, make a motion to remove Bob Paduchik. Yes, on that, day one, and that that'll be a an awesome day, Jake. The and question I, I, is, coming. well, the question is when we make the motion to Bob Paduchik to remove Bob Paduchik. <laughs> Is he going to take a roll call vote or yeah. is he going to do a voice vote? He will do a voice so, vote so he's not removed. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go down exactly, but it's going to be a good day. It's, it'll probably happen before the first meeting. He'll probably resign if he knows the writing's on the wall, right? Yes. If, yes. We, if we get enough of us elected and you know we get an agenda together, he's going to know. But I have thought about that. Yeah. And I have heard some rumors. Now, obviously, these are just rumors, but, uh, you know, Chairman Bob Paduchik has been talking about resigning. And maybe this is why he talked. You know, people talk, people bring up rumors for like, I don't know, plans. So just in case he has to uh, resign, well, everybody will be like, oh, yeah, they talked about Bob Paduchik resigning months ago. It's not because, you know, so this may be an excuse for him or in a way out. But I right. believe you're right on that. If he sees the writing on the wall, he will resign and uh, he, he, he will not let the uh, the committee uh, embarrassment. Embarrass He's him. not going to let that be because that's that would be such an embarrassment oh. to stand up there and have to operate to, and then get whatever happens uh, after that would be so embarrassing. So yes, I I would say resign ahead of time is probably what he would do. But hey, if he doesn't, if he shows up, I'd be happy to you know bring the first motion to the table. Yep. 
Well, he's coming to a he's coming to a fight if he's going to bring it up there. But hey, that's that's uh, that's you know that's his that's his uh, motive. Then hey, that's his motive. But uh, yeah. Jake, we always first off, we really thank you for coming on the show. For you to give us one hour of your time means so much to us over here at the Red Future Radio Network. Our listeners will be thrilled to listen to this podcast. It's so important that we're being educated on who's running and and not only who's running, but hear your story, and your story is uh, very inspirational. I hope that it inspires many of the listeners to get involved in their county central committee and their state central committee, and hopefully they're inspired to come and watch you uh, do some work, some volunteer work, as I would say, uh, on our new uh, committee meeting when you are in or when you are sworn in and you're you know you're you're able to work. Yes. I, I encourage people to go to these meetings. Uh, you know, support Jake, support uh, Sabrina, support the people that are doing this because it's not easy. And, uh, you know, sometimes the days might be lonely uh, because, you know, I don't know uh, what they're doing is, uh, you know, it's pretty important stuff. And some people, right? Uh, you know, they just get scared of conflict. So they don't, you know, they don't associate with people, but they still believe what you're believing in. I mean, everybody gets what I'm saying there. But Jake, yeah. we would love for you to leave an ending statement. Anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you or uh, anything that we missed that we, you know you just want to leave the listeners with. Also, too, can sure. you point out where your website is, any social media, any personal contact information you'd like to get out, and even a place where we can donate the listeners, if they so choose? Yes, absolutely. So we are uh, uh, Jake and Sabrina Warner. You can go to votewarner.life. Uh, you can watch, uh, you can find us on YouTube. It's the Warners. You can look us up on Facebook. It's uh, Jake Warner Sabrina. By the way, Sabrina Warner's banned on Facebook right now for some reason. Uh, yeah, that's uh, crazy. It's a security problem. But she is under our our, our uh, Central Committee page is called Republican Sabrina Warner for Central Committee. So you can look that up. I think it's at Sabrina Warner, Ohio. Uh, so that would be great. You can connect with us there. We ask for you to share our stuff, share our posts, watch our videos, share them with friends. And stand up in your community. Get involved in your community. Um, you can run for school board. You can run for uh, village council. You can just use your phone and post things on Facebook. You can uh, ask questions. Uh, just get involved in your communities. You see something, you speak up uh, because, you know, they're just eating our lunch. The left, the left is eating our lunch and the rhino Republicans are eating our lunch. They're letting them do it. It's almost like they're on the same side. So, Citizens have to use their resources and speak up for our kids for our future. And by the way, Sabrina and I are self-funding. We we are entrepreneurs. So if, if you really want to support what we do, you know, Knuckleheads is in Buckeye Lake. We have the Johnstown Family Restaurant in Johnstown. We have Warner's Maple Syrup is uh, my family business from that started in 1877. We make and produce maple syrup. You can order that online. There's, uh, we're in the service business for our, our uh, uh, excavation company. It's called Jake's Property Service. But we're not out here asking for donations. We're asking for people to support or share our information. If you're not close, just share it. Like it. Connect with us. We're happy to uh, tell our story anywhere at any time. Somebody would like to have us come. We'd be happy to do it, but it, it's this is not about us. We're not a self-promoter. We're a self-funder, uh, but we believe God funds his assignments, and so we've been well taken care of. This Absolutely. thing has uh, been well-funded, and people have been very generous in different ways. Uh, and 
you know, it's, but we're not sitting here asking for, hey, send a check to vote Warner or, you know, go online to vote Warner.life and donate like everybody else does. We're tired of that. We put our money where our mouth is. You'd be, I mean, it's, it's amazing the things we get involved in and, and use our talent. We believe we've been uh, given the uh, talent of entrepreneurship, of building a business, of building a restaurant, of doing services for people. And that's where our nets are. That's where we make our income and we use our resources because we're good stewards of the, the funds we get, that um, the funds we receive. We're good stewards of it, and we put it to work. We sow into our community. We sow into uh, this uh, campaign and into children, and you know we feed children every week. Um, we actually literally feed them lunches. And so we use our resources, and and we're just asking more people to do that because we're just you know we're just one family, right? And we're just two votes on the central committee. So we're asking folks to, you know, get involved in their area, get involved in their school boards. School boards are huge. Village councils are, you know, our village council is who came after us at Knuckleheads. It was it was not necessarily everything from DeWine. It was the local village village manager and uh, that activated the, the police and the health department. So it did come from DeWine because he was the one that set the tone, but these guys took their power and ran with it. And so it's important to have good people in these positions, good conservative, uh, Christian, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, good conservative Christian Republican people elected in these places is what we're after. And so uh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're passionate about. And I'll tell you, we, it doesn't matter if, you know, Sabrina's probably going to win, but it doesn't matter. We're not here to win an election and then take a vacation. We're here to get busy and to make a difference. And whether she wins or not, I'm in, we're going full force ahead. So we'll be exposing anything and everything we see. So uh, we're asking you just, you know, share our, share the things you see, uh, ask questions. If you ever, have, if we ever share something and you're like, what, what's that? What's ask questions. If you have, if something doesn't, uh, you know, sit right or whatever, cause we, we check a lot of things off and we're not, we're not afraid to ask questions and point things out. And so eventually some, some folks get offended about that, but that's, I can't help it. We nope. can't, we can't hold back. So nope, you shouldn't. That's I, don't, us. I don't think you can ever ask too many questions. That's what I always told when I was a little child trying to learn. You can absorb so much by just asking some questions, make sure they're not stupid questions, obviously, but reasonable questions. You can learn so much from Jake. I can tell you Sabrina, is going to win. There is going to be a revolution. I don't want to sound too confident, but I mean, I, I am confident in you guys. You guys, the story is awesome. You guys have been busting your tail in campaigning. Betty Montgomery has doing nothing but name recognition and just who she is. Right. So uh, I think, uh, I mean, the people are going to show up and they're going to make sure to vote Warner on uh, August 2nd. I can count on you. I, I can count on that. And, uh, Jake, I, I, I've been meaning to get down to your part of the area uh, for some time. I, I don't know if I'll be able to go down there into Canvas or do anything with uh, for your for Sabrina or anything like that or eat at your restaurant. But if I am, I will definitely be in contact with you, and I hope you'll be able to give me some literature so I can go around and do my thing and to get your name out. But also, too, man, I just want to point out, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, it's so important that you were – I mean, people like you are, are, are getting – you know, are, are, are able to 
you know, let conservative activists like me that don't ask the simple questions, that don't ask the normal questions, ask the different questions, you know, and, and, you're, and you're answering them without hesitation and, and it, you know, it doesn't phase you and you're willing to, you know, get, you know, with me. And it's just so awesome. And, you know, the, the great thing about you being elected is that you were going to lead so many people in that committee to be better, right? You're going to yes. lead them to be better. And I cannot wait to see what you're able to accomplish in that group effort. And also too, you're always going to use your voice and your platform for good, no matter where you're at, no matter where you're running. And I can't wait to see you, you know, give that examples to other uh, candidates that have ran and that have that platform, but they're not using it. And I'm glad you brought that up on the show earlier. So Jake, God bless you. God bless your family, man. You're always, you're always welcome to uh, call me up, ask me any questions. If you need any help from me, please, uh, you know, hit me up. I'll, I'll always be there for you. I'm praying for you and Sabrina. It's a tough race. I know it is, but you can guarantee I'll be down there the first meeting you have and I got your back, man. So I'll be, I'll be, uh, awesome. I'm, I'm waiting for that. I know it's going to be here before we know it, but I'm excited. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it, but Jake, you're welcome on the show. Anytime just reach out and, uh, God bless you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. All right, thank you. Yes, All sir. Right. Thank you. Yep. Hey, have Take, a great day. Hey, you too. Bye-bye. That was Jake Warner. I am so thankful he came on the show. Wow. What a great candidate. What a great guy. I'm looking forward to have Sabrina on. Hopefully we can get her on before I go to Florida. I may be taking my soundboard with me because of the rescheduling. My girlfriend, Chelsea, may be mad at me about that, but she can be on the beach while I'm podcasting. It's all going to work out. It'll all be fine. (laughs) I don't know about that, but I am excited to get with you in this race because, wow, we have such great candidates running, and I am so excited to see Mr. Warner get elected because remember he's unopposed he's in like Flynn so Jake there he is from the 20th district Jake Warner state central committee candidate male representative his wife is running as the female representative Sabrina as I said we're going to try to get her on the show to learn about her now they probably have the same same message but she still matters right we still want to hear from her so it's important on getting her on the show but we're going to be working very hard to get other candidates on the show. Rick Barron will be on Monday, this coming Monday. Rick Barron, he's challenging Dave Johnson, so you guys will be very excited to hear that one. And also, too, I believe uh, Stephanie Stock will be coming on the next Tuesday. Stephanie Stock is the leader of Ohio's Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom. Uh, very, 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 uh, you know, outspoken person for medical freedom in the state of Ohio. So it's very important that we have her on the show. Now moving on to the verse of the day. It's so important that we bring Jesus Christ onto the show and we make sure we spread the gospel. We love Jesus and he is our Lord and Savior. Plain and simple, ladies and gentlemen. The name of the Lord, I'm sorry, wow. This comes from Proverbs or chapter 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteousness runneth into and is safe that is from proverbs chapter 18 verse 10 run to the lord and you will be saved and the main thing is you'll be saved give your life to jesus christ worship him live for him Do not worship government. Do not worship man. 
They get you nowhere. They get you electric cars and terrible, you know, governments that don't work for the people. There was never supposed to be a separation of church and state. Where do you think you get your rights from? They come from God, Jesus Christ. So get to know Jesus Christ. It's so important. We are going to not stop talking about it. We just never will. Tomorrow, obviously, we have no show, sadly. The Saturday night with Samuel is canceled again. Our equipment is not coming in. I was put on hold and had to uh, basically cancel my order, get my money back, and then we're doing it again. Rode is our supplier, R-O-D-E. They're from Australia. They're not an American company, but we use them. They have very good sound, and it's wonderful. So um, that's the company we're going through. I may have to finally order their stuff off Amazon. I try not to do that, but Jeff Bezos, it is what it is, man. So thank you so much for listening. I hope I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. Please check out the website, redfutureradio.com. My website, or I'm sorry, my goodness, if I would settle down a little bit. The Telegram channel that we just have, we just got brand new. Only got four subscribers, so we need you on there. The Samuel McGuire Show. Please subscribe to that. That's on Telegram. Please also check out our social media everywhere. At Samuel C. McGuire's the tagline. Facebook, Twitter, Truth Social, Instagram, Getter, Parlor, and TikTok. My email is samuelcmaguire at gmail.com. God bless every single one of you. Jake Warner is going to kick butt in this the States. This is the Samuel Maguire Show on Red Future Radio. In the State Central Committee. I'm sorry about that. God bless all of you. This was such a great episode. I can't wait till next week. Look forward to Rick Barron coming on.